Welcome to the Ringo Zone. This must be in dreams because we're actually recording together again. <laughs> that's, 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 awesome. your, that's your opener? I'm not as good. I, I want to try. I've I never really done nice. an opener, so I that wanted was, to try. I was liked it. That was a nice little. I had a little riff off of it right away. I was going to bounce off that and then throw it to you. It's not bad or that anything. Was, I just thought that it was going to be like more of a bit, you know? Well, I don't really do. I don't really do bits. I do puns. Yes, yeah. See, when you when you say opener, I think a bit, not a okay, one-liner. Okay, well, you do it then. Okay, fucking uh, knock knock. I'm not going to play your game. We're talking about in dreams. See, now that's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which is an episode for me. I'm very happy to talk about it. I have... And who are you? What is your name? Oh, that's right. My name's Kayla. Yeah, my name's Gary. And I'm Max. All right. And I'm going to bring the energy because this is the episode about Peridot. Oh, yes. Y'all, y'all already fucking know. Take us through this, because I, I, I trust you with this, please. I want to open with that. This is probably everything that I wanted with a like series finale Peridot episode, even if the premise of it is a little fucking wild and contrived. Oh, Steven has TV powers. Okay, like I get that yeah. a lot of weird things are happening with his gem right now. And this is all powers. Yeah, but now it's like my nightmare <laughs> is on the television. And it's like I mean, being able to, you know, like broadcast himself and connect to other people's minds, the TV honestly seems like it'd be easier. Well, it's sort of, it's funny that you bring that up because it's like actually now that I think about it, every time he has psychic powers all of a sudden, I was always like, Shut up, like the whole time of <laughs> Steven Universe. This was the end of the first time I think of this show that I was like, whatever. Weirdly, that was like at that point I think I was just numb to it and I was like, Of course, yeah, sure. Like, he's on she's on the TV, sure. Yeah. Like he can like lucid dream his nightmares and it's on the TV and Peridot's kind of taking advantage of that. And I just feel like it like like they needed a vehicle for what they wanted to say and they were like, "Well, they have Camp Pining Hearts, so let's do a reboot because reboots are happening and this is something relatable." And like, yeah, reboots happening is relatable, but then you in order to tie those two things together, you introduce a functionality of Steven's powers that I don't really like, and it makes no sense. So yeah, yeah. that's my opener. I, <laughs> I totally. Know. I feel like all of his like psychic powers are kind of just like cheating. Here's how I would have done it, though. Like everything would have been fine if Steven had just like done like a dream projection out of his gem, like we have seen Pearl do. So, like, do that, I actually. don't understand why, like, this This is the part that I'm I, really hung I, up I, on. I, I could see I could see that episode with that where Paradox filming it next to him on a little tripod, which is cute. Yes. And she's falling asleep, and then one episode she, like, falls asleep, she wakes up, and she sees him crying, and then she has when she wakes him up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could totally see all that. That all works, and it's, like, really cute. And then you have the homemade VHSs that they write the things on themselves. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I, I see that way... totally. They even draw the little box covers. That would be so fucking cute. I don't see a whole episode that works better with this. Come on, actually. There was a way that they could have done this and kept everything without introducing, like, this completely left field, uh, uh, like, incongruous new power that Steven, like, immediately, like, it's so, it's so clear because Steven was just like, oh. <gasps> 
I must be broadcasting my nightmares onto the television. Like, it's, like, of course, like, oh, of course, that's the thing. And it's just like, yeah. really? Really? Uh, you, you, you just, that's such an easily drawn conclusion? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, no, there yeah. was a way there was a way that they could do this that had precedent that wouldn't have pissed me off the way that this particular thing does. Having said that, now that I've got that particular hang up <laughs> off my chest, I am ready to be happy about the rest of the episode. <laughs> I love it. I have several of Paradox one liners just kind of like lined up. And as we get to them during points of the episode, I'm going to be saying them. <laughs> Hell yeah, hell yes. Hell yeah. So I, your notes are a YouTube comments section? Only like every fourth note. Mm. Okay. So Peridot, as always, has incredible one-liners. Upon the revelation that the reboot is trash, which is relatable, she says, look at this nightmare. And it was at that point that Steven's nightmare enters onto the television, which was an excellent transition. My thought on this was that Peridot's first thought is also wild. Steven's first thought is, oh no, I must be broadcasting my nightmares onto the television, which is a wild first thought to have. And then Peridot's first thought is, we can use this to redo... What if we did the episode of Steven Universe that we're talking about right now, but we we adjusted the way... That, that whole thing we just discussed yeah. right now. Peridot's first yeah, thought is a little that. bit fucking wild. I, this, whole, this whole episode is low-key us a little bit a few times, I think. You think so? Right? Like, like, yeah, right? Not like literally about us, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 people like us a little bit. <laughs> like, I don't have a ton to say about this episode, mostly because like... The thing I like about this episode and about Peridot as a character as a whole is it's very entertaining. Peridot is kind of like... Peridot kind of strikes a tricky balance because, you know, the more the show went on, the more they really went all in into making her just, you know, the fucking gremlin archetype Mm -hmm. of a person. And, like, that can be very grating and i know a lot of people like that character type a lot more than i do and i can barely tolerate it but peridot is a character they managed to write well enough where she's always more entertaining than she might be annoying and so i think that reflects in the episode and they just lean into it with the absurdity of the camp pining hearts thing and steven gets caught up in it and i love the fucking you know stefan self-insert OC gag. We had a moment while we were watching this, Max, where I was like, Steven Universe is very much a show that includes body positivity. But I do enjoy that Steven still is like, oh, we're doing a self-insert character? Mm, maybe he has abs. Maybe. He misses being Stig is what it is. Yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe he's got a strong jawline and uh, a tan. Like... <laughs> We can all dream, Steven. He's just got a constant smolder on his face. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if Peridot doesn't have a great concept of dreams or sleep. Probably not, because gems don't need to sleep. Yeah, gems don't need to sleep, and Peridot doesn't strike me as the type who, like, would, because we know Amethyst does just because she likes it. Like, I think think part of the reason Peridot isn't reacting to the really fucked up stuff isn't because she doesn't have a full conception. Like, Peridot probably doesn't know that dreams can be, like, reflections of your subconscious and your thoughts. So even if she sees, like, the diamonds being foreboding in the background, she's just like, oh, well, humans dream about people they know, and Steven knows the diamonds, so I guess that's why they're there. Steven is 
obviously waking up every time in like a cold sweat clutching his heart and this is putting stress on steven and peridot doesn't seem to connect the two peridot has the perfect mentality to be an actual tv producer yeah, <laughs> yeah she's, like she's already decided that this is the way that it's going to go and i'm gonna circle back around for a one-liner but after they introduce the idea of scripting and steven is like hinting at the idea that he doesn't really want to do it anymore peridot is not extremely understanding so i don't think she kind of i don't think she gets that nightmares are not great yeah that i would think the first time that you see some fucked up shit i'd be like what was that that got fucking weird right like i would i i I would inquire i think she thinks that he has more control over it because like, oh, like, we just decided to get weird at the end. Yeah, like because the comment that Peridot was just like, "Oh, that I don't know what it is that you were going for there at the end," but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to make an allegory to like depression being confused for laziness or what have you, but like Peridot being like very kind of like glibly disappointed that Stephen doesn't want to keep trying. The way that she's treating this is like very in such a dismissive manner is kind of indicative that she doesn't know what she's talking about in much the same way that like people who don't know about depression will just call it being lazy you know yeah and i might be i'm probably looking too deep into it because a it's steven universe and that's what we do and b it's peridot and i love her and i like to think about how she might be thinking about things but this strikes me as peridot doesn't have a good grasp on what dreams are or what they mean Yeah. I want to circle back around really quickly to um I really wish I had a shred of Peridot's confidence because when she like plops the storyboard or whatever down in front of Steven, um, and he's like, You did this all in one night, and her response is, I'm good at everything. Yes. <laughs> I I wish I wish I could just be like, Yeah, I'm good at everything. And just believe it. If that is a fact. I am, in fact, good at everything. This is this is what I'm. This is, my, this is the point I'm going to try to make. Mm-hmm. This is not just what I believe, but this is what I like. Keep hearing everywhere I go. Whenever I talk to like anyone who's like at all like being successful or like at least like like I don't know in their field doing the thing like correctly or something, they all are like I'm just faking this and I have imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. If they're all anyone who's our age, anyone who's older, is just like yeah, and I worked hard. And I'm like okay. Sure everyone else is like yeah, everyone else is like I'm fucking faking all this, and I just feel like I don't deserve any of this. I want to talk about how there's a moment where Peridot, after being you know disappointed and is like, I guess I should leave, goes to reach for the handle of the door, and there's a moment where like. Steven's trauma that he's just kind of been suppressing up until this point rears its head and he proceeds to do something that he doesn't want to do just because he's afraid of Peridot leaving because he doesn't want to do the thing that she wants to do. Yeah. And that leads into the best nightmare sequence in all of Steven Universe. (laughs) The reason I say this is because I feel like this is the only nightmare depicted in Steven Universe that genuinely gives me like the gut feeling like the, the that moment of like discomfort, and it is of course when pa- when Stephen you know has his hand on Peridot's shoulder and she turns around and her visor and her gem are all staticky and there's yeah. there's the sound like the sound always gets me and even in the nightmare where I think it was um, Gelatide where Lapis has just water pouring out of her eyes and mouth 
I feel like I could watch that again and be fine with it, but watching it like now for like the second or third time, I still was like, and my insides didn't like it. Yeah. And we also get, I feel like one of Steven's like most important moments of clarity when he's talking to Peridot in his dreams, like very much a don't go where I can't follow moment that just, I don't know, man, it gets me. I really it's enjoy it. It's an intense it. moment. It is. It's so good. Like he, everyone in his life that isn't the gems, like the, uh, the crystal gems or his father are all, are all going their separate ways. And Peridot is like a little bit of a last bastion. This is the first indication that Steven is kind of figuring out, like, able to give words to his feelings. Like the, we've always had something to fix, and now everything is fixed, and I don't know how to be a friend if there's not something to fix. And we'll learn that the thing that needs fixing is him. He needs to go to therapy. (laughs) This fact has not changed, still needs therapy. Um, yeah, the, the next episode is like he ostensibly is is diagnosed by a doctor with PTSD. Yeah. It's like dot 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 is like you know it's very yeah. like yeah. So like, I feel like this is probably going to be my final thought. Peridot, as always, is a bridge to Stephen bettering himself. In that this was the first time that Stephen has been able to like properly articulate what he is afraid of to this extent. And then in the next episode, he goes to a doctor and gets diagnosed with PTSD. (laughs) And I think she's a very important friend and a good character, and I care about her a lot. And Peridot apologizes to him, and this is the first and only time that we see Peridot take off her visor. So there's a moment of, like, unobstructed eye contact between them, which this part I'm definitely looking too deeply into. But it's important to me, Kayla. I'm gonna go back into Steve Dot timeout now. My literally my final thought was like I love the final thing, scene, and the frame that I have open on my screen right now is the is the scene that you just described. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I like I feel you. I don't really have much to say. It's just well, we knew that I would be the one scene. talking for the vast majority yeah. of this episode because no, this is I'm, an I'm episode for me. We did. The way the the way Steven Universe Future gives like everyone a last episode. I feel like like our show is kind of the same. We're on our last like run here, right? Like so, mm-hmm. I feel like it's like this was your like this is the paradigm episode. Like I want you to fucking like have your say. Yes. Personally, and I, and I will, you know, like will you, did canon must. Good. I love me some paradox, and I feel like just that last scene was so sweet. It feels like it's a whole episode is just like a payoff for like that, like just yes, like see them cry it out, understand each other, and then be like, let's hang out. Like that's like all I want to see yeah. in, in almost all media. <laughs> and then you can just accept that some things are bad and try to have fun with it. Yeah, so I love it. Um, so Max, you're the one who's got to lead us out. I don't have a final thought, but I don't have a final thought. But during the recording of this, I saw a new teaser trailer for the upcoming Monsters Inc. spinoff show on Disney Plus, and I saw that they got John Goodman and Billy Crystal back for it. So I'm pretty stoked for that. How does it look? Actually, look, it look good. Yeah, it looks fun. Oh, all right. Well, we'll check that out, folks. Uh, Coming to what, Disney, Disney Plus. Pay me for the advertising. Quarter three, 2022, or whatever. All right, sick. Clean the payoff is nothing.